follow the leader, 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 follow the leader. Hey, carnival yeah. spirit. Well, lift up your leg and lift up your leg and lift up your leg and scat. Hey, sugar, the booty, you got the booty. Dance with her auntie, dance with her grandma, dance with her auntie, dance with her grandma, dance with her auntie, dance with her auntie, dance with her auntie, dance with her auntie. Run from the uncle, run from the uncle, run. What is good? It is beer, rap, and banter with your boys, Sabalos and Pepe. Sabalos and Pepe, I like it in the new season. We're back, we're back. Episode 50, we finally made it. It's taken us a good few years. Shit, bro. How long has it taken us to get 50 episodes? Let's not even talk about it. That's a bit depressing. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> it's been a long time. A long time coming, but I know. Oh, God. Change gone come. No, no, don't let him sing. No. I was born oh. by a river, oh River Thames. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you get flushed down the toilet or something? Oh. No, otherwise I wouldn't be here. It's not quite the river. It's not quite the Mississippi, well, is it? The River Thames. You could have been, the, could have been a strong swimmer. <laughs> I was. I was faster than... Water how, Baby. <laughs> that's a good film. Have you seen Water Baby? No. you never seen Water Baby? No. Oh, that's a classic animated film, like 70s. 70s late 70s film I want to say about these kids who um go underwater and befriend yeah. these water babies it's pretty surreal man you got to watch it it's, it's weird I like animated films probably old proper old school ones um I might add that to my uh, watch list actually yeah yeah do, do it, it right do now. it where you can it's episode 50 like Cal said it's your boy English at beer rap bands episode five zero half a century um I'm gonna call this dear summer because of the weather and then we've got, you know, all these things to look forward to. Dear Summer. So it almost sounds like a love letter to the weather. Well, yeah. And it's a Jay-Z record. Well, it's not. It's, it's a Memphis Bleak. It's on the Memphis Bleak album, but it's a record by Jay. Um, and it's it's a classic. Cool. So, yeah. Episode 50. And do you want to know the player that I found? Nifty 50. Episode Nifty. This player, who, who, who is the player for episode well, this, Nifty? This player is very nifty. And he's not going to be 50 for much longer, I don't think, till when the season starts. But... Eden Hazard, Real Madrid, played number 50 recently. Get out of here. No, swear down, you can check Did it. Did he play against Arsenal with the number 50? Yep, that's where I got it from. Oh, that's <laughs> sick. That is sick. And it's also I like to, the link to Arsenal yeah, I think it was well. also to uh, to remember the moon landing. So Hazard, 50 years. Yep, number wow. 50. And um, he didn't play too well, which was good for Arsenal, even though they, they didn't look great. So... He is uh, number 50 on the back, but he'll probably have number seven when the season starts. But I thought, you know, got a bit of a bromance thing for Eden Hazard as a... Have you? Well, no, in a non-gay way. Can a bromance be seen as non-gay? That's full pause territory, right? Yeah. Um, Well, I like him as a footballer. I don't really... Okay. Quite fancy him then? No, not really. (laughs) Well, the skills, I fancy the skills, if I could do the skills. Yeah, I wouldn't mind having Eden Hazard's ability to be. You can players. have a bromance and not be gay, can you? Can you think of a, a high-profile bromance that isn't gay? Uh, Drake with every NBA basketball player. <laughs> he takes some cringe photos, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, yeah. like you can see the love and the joy in his face when he puts his arm around one of these players and takes a photo. I think that modern day, modern day, uh, what's the word? Heterosexual? No, that's the wrong word. Metrosexual and. Mm. You know, 
There's a bit of a bromance. Hazard is a bad man and he's left Chelsea. So, But for it to be a true bromance, wouldn't he have to feel the same way about Well, him? we have to go and like go on like dates and stuff and like go to the <laughs> pub and like link up. I don't know. I'm, I'm killing it. Anyway, it's episode 50. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Make sure you go tell a friend. Big up everyone on the social media at BitRapBants. Yes, sir. 50. Milestone right there, man. 50 Cent. Could 50 Cent be a top three selected rapper or in someone's top five? Yeah, definitely. 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 Not mine, but definitely. I think he's, you know, he should be very well respected, man. He's done a lot in the game. He's made movies. He's got a label. You know, he signed some really dope artists as well. He's got a really huge TV show at the moment. One of my favourite TV he's shows. He's a great entrepreneur. He's a great entrepreneur with the uh, vitamin water. And I think he owns some company that made the plastic parts for Disney toys. I remember him saying years ago. But I think that run of um, the massacre, Get Rich, Die Trying, mm. um, even those old mixtapes that he did, uh, How to Rob. How to Rob was And then he genius. bought G. And when G-Unit had that run, um, there's people in definitely put 50 in their top. Top three. Baby is their favourite rapper of all time, which is fine. I don't think you can argue. Iconic. He's got an iconic image of being in the vest, doesn't he? Like the the thug in the vest. Yeah. With the do-rag or the fitted hat. Yeah. I was watching. Do you know what? Funnily enough, I was watching, um, before we go into the the episode, I was watching loads of old Cocaine City DVDs on YouTube. So if you don't know, if you don't know about it, it's all the old French Montana DVDs about New York uh, rap and culture in sort of mid 2000s onwards so before everyone was famous and it had loads of 50 cent in there and the whole singing 50 when he used to sing his hooks and it was I don't know if it was between him or Max B but it was a whole singing wave of New York rappers that did that whole melody thing and mm. so that was that was pretty interesting I was went on a bit of a YouTube wormhole going back in time 2000 and so I want to say six, seven, eight, just watching, you know, French. Because I like French, man. I've always liked French Montana from like Mac and Cheese mixtapes and Coke Boys. and He does his thing, man. Yeah, he's always done his thing. People just don't rate him, but I've always rated him. Uh, he can he can, he can, can be a half a lyricist, but when he wants to be. I wouldn't say he's a lyricist. No, when he wants to be, he's got he's some got, tracks. He's got a nice vibe. Then again, I don't think I've ever listened to a French Montana mixtape. Oh, and if he was a lyricist, that's where he'd really be going in. Well, it's sort of a trained ear, sort of a trained ear with the whole singing and rapping. And I mean, he's not going to blow your socks off lyricists like a Saigon or a Papoose or a Red Cafe, that type of era that he came through. But look at, look at out of all the artists, he's the most successful. He's gone clear. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the last track I heard from him that I really liked was that one with uh, Ray Sremmed, um, where and I think they took it to Africa in the video. They had a lot oh, of kids yeah, dancing. Yeah, yeah. In the that was a huge yeah. record. But that man. was that was more like some don't even know what to call it. Like Afro, Afro yeah, pop. Um, it's like a yeah Afro fusion, mm. I would say, because there was a little bit of reggaeton, yeah. Afro beat reggaeton fusion. Yeah, he's African anyway, French. He's like North African, but. It's a whole different vibe. But yeah, anyway, we crack on. Episode 50. I'm going to dear summer. Uh, how you been, Cal, anyway? I've not seen you for a minute. I know we've been waiting with the podcast, but how you been, brother? I've been all right, man. I've been a little thirsty recently, actually, so I can't wait for you to pop that well, beer open I'm there. I'm just about bro. to open it now. I'm glad you said it. So we've got, because it has been hot over in London, Adnams, Southall Bitter, 4.1%. Get yourself some Adnams. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, really. Is that another one of your beer subscription beers? No, right it's there? not. No, I've stopped those. Because I feel like I've had it at Adnams before. Yeah, you have. Yeah, no. Basically, my wife has brought me loads of Adnams before, like Ghost Ship and other things. And they just do nice. This is my favourite 
brand at the moment. Mm. So I had this in the in the what, cupboard. What, what's your technique right now? Because I don't want a glass full of bubbles like last time. Yeah, no, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna tilt the. <laughs> I'm gonna tilt. No, that it. was that was live. That was live. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I got the technique. Right, I tried to pour right. a beer the other day, and I got given um a big. Uh, what are those big tankers like um, casts, big big beer casts, and I poured myself yeah, one, and it had more head than. Pause. Had a lot of head. More head than super head. Yeah, I was thinking of more that Jada Kiss lyric porno. about um, what was it? I knew this girl super head. She gave super head, and when she moved into the building, she gave the super head. <laughs> Why does that sound like a Noriega? Right? No, it's a it's a Jada Kiss lyric. It sounds like Nori. It sounds like a Nori Cheers. type flow though. Cheers. 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 Jada was a lyricist right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer rap and Bizzle sipping the juice. Mm. Mm. Wow, this is a nice point now, right here. As we get ready, it's the summertime. Um, we're getting ready weather. It's been the hottest days of the year over here. How have people been coping? Well, it must have been pretty mad for people. So we're just Words of advice. What's the what's the what's the what's the traveling been like for you on the on the underground? Words of advice on the underground. Okay, so wash. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, as you know, I commute a lot on the underground, and um, to be honest with you, most recently I can't say I've been smelling a lot of sweaty people. Well done. Not um, not well, well done. Well done, you, well done Londoners. Well I think everyone's. I don't know to put that. I don't. Know everyone's been keeping it fresh and hygienic recently, um, but. Yeah, advice, it's always just carry a bottle of water and stay hydrated, man. Because when yeah. it's really hot, in those carriages, everyone's body heat all cramped up together. Um, you know, that can be a really hot scenario, can't it? So. Mm. It's getting ready for carnival and, and festival season as well. So people mm. just got to stay hydrated. Just know what you're drinking. Know what you're taking. Just be careful. I'm looking forward to carnival. I'm going to try and go this year. Did I go last year? I did go last year. I bumped into loads of people. It was fun. Mm. Um, yourself? You're going to give it a skirt, skirt? Or are you going to go? I, I don't know. You know, like, I'm getting old, bruv. I think I might be too old to be shaking a leg in the carnival right now. You can go carnival and not dance. You can just go and appreciate the uh, the many just sights. Just go pre, going pre or the hot young gal and shaking a leg. Perv. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean... Um, hot younger, you mean all the, all the old aunties and... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, carnivals for everyone. There's old people is. there. Excuse me. Let me let me let me try and find a more flattering term. There's um, our senior uh, people there. There's our junior people there, and everyone in between, man. Like um, so I think what would be dope. One way I've never experienced a carnival yet is being a part of a float. So that would be a next carnival experience because I've worked at a carnival. I've yeah. been like a steward. I've gone and I've been part of um, like someone that had a sound. Nice. I've gone and been um, I, I just a, a party goer. I've done various different things at the carnival, but I've never actually just been part of a float and followed one float the whole journey. Yeah. You know, like all dressed up in a costume and all of that, or just sat on the truck and just gone through the whole journey. Sitting on the truck, I think, is probably the best bet because all that walking is, will be a lot. Yeah. It's like a sea of people. Would you get dressed up? No, nah, I, I think I would more see myself as being someone playing the steel pans. Like, I'll just be on, like, you know what I mean? On a truck playing the steel pan. That would, that would probably be quite do, a do, cool do, way do, to do. experience the carnival still. We should get on it, man. We should do a beer rap and banter carnival special. Well, and, and on the steel pans, we just play the theme music. Bear girls winding up their booty to it. <laughs> all wearing like subscribe t-shirts <laughs> subscribe subscribe <laughs> all our sayings greets <laughs> um, 
No, I'm looking forward to kind of if I can get away. If I say if I can get away, if the wife lets me. I'm joking. Like if she won't mind me going, but hopefully I can go with some friends. I've the last few years I've gone, mm. got some food. I bumped into like uh, brother-in-law, bumped into some DJs, dancers. You, I always bump into people as it should be. Uh, I've hosted a few carnivals, like uh, some house sound systems. That's been really positive, and it's just a good chance to get have a drink, have a dance, have some food, and just you know, offer see what the the best of London has to offer. So if you are going carnival, I know this episode is coming up before that, but just bear in mind wear your old trainers, nothing too fresh, and don't wear white. Well, you can wear white, but just be prepared to have everything spilled on you. Yeah. Red. If, you, if you're looking to attract the opposite sex, red, a bright colour always goes down well. Mm, peacocking. Peacocking. Now, my guy, you, yeah. you know the... You know, you're the that, that Neil Strauss right there. Yeah, the book. <laughs> the game. We, 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 we're dropping game. Someone who was dropping game recently, um, I, had the, I was fortunate enough to attend a talk by Michael Watson and James Cook, two boxing legends, two MBEs at Daubeny Primary School in Hackney. And I met Michael Watson, who, if you don't know, was... Um, unfortunately put in a coma coma, uh, and then wheelchair uh, through boxing Chris Eubank back in 1991 and he was at this talk and it was just about what does success mean to you how do you become successful and how to sh- stay on the straight and narrow and it was really positive meeting a boxing legend who was from the ends as well who was from Hackney um, and this talk as well and just I got to hold his belts I got to talk to him and whatnot, so I was really positive about how he stayed focused, how he maintained his, you know, his path. And then even even after the boxing, even after he bought, he beat Nigel Ben, he should have beat Eubank. It went to points, and then it went to the rematch, and he lost in that devastating way. At the end, he still remained focused and succeeded, and able to walk, able to talk, converse with people, and inspire millions so it was a really positive time and then James Cook who's done a lot of work in the Pedro Boxing uh, Youth Club great guy just reading here Michael Watson had 30 fights 25 wins and he won 21 fights by knockout yeah man he um, he's the he was a uh, Commonwealth middleweight champion he held the title from 1989 to 1991 mm. anyone who can beat Nigel Ben Deserves uh, props. And he was an absolute beast. That was a great time in boxing, British boxing there. Uh, and he, you know, he beat, well, he should, he beat Eubank, but he got bumped. And then the rematch, he was, he dropped him as well late, I think in the 10th and then the 11th or 12th round, that uppercut just devastated him and put him down. So it was a real positive experience. That's what I've been doing recently. Just know, you know, whatever you're doing, just keep your eye on the prize. Just have that tunnel vision. Just keep working hard. And like we said, success is deemed differently for different people. So it was, it was fascinating. And then I met, well, I didn't meet Akala, but I went to the talk the week after. And big shout out to Mr. Logan, who's the uh, head teacher there. And my good friend, uh, Nadia, who was organising it all. And Akala was really, really inspi- uh, inspirational talking to the young people and the community about how to stay focused and how to learn Take learn from life's lessons from different things like playing football, hanging around the area, going to school, you know, just everything from people you meet. You can always take a lesson from everyone you meet. So that was that was really positive. 
Yeah, Carlos always a a really <clears throat> great person to listen to. He's got a lot of. Um, I even think videos where he's he's been speaking. There was one where he spoke with uh, I think it's Owen Jones from the Guardian. Yeah. Um, amazing talks with Owen Jones. He was on um, ITV speaking with uh, what's that guy you called a dickhead on the last podcast? That Tommy Robinson or Tony? Rob- no, the presenter on uh, ITV. He does the that breakfast show or something, doesn't he? Oh, Pierce Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Carla was talking to Piers Morgan about sort of like knife crime and problems in the black community and stuff like that. Um, yeah, he's, I think he's someone that he's whenever he talks, yeah, you should people just listen. listen. Everyone man. has to listen, and you should Google him. You should follow him. Follow him on the social media. See whatever he's got to say because he talks a lot of sense. He does. He's he a does. really intelligent young man, and I wish personally, I wish he would get into politics and well, run for I, office because I, I don't not really me, into politics. Me. I was just about to I'm say, I'm currently not registered on the electoral roll. But you're it, not. You should. Well, I've applied to be because it's fucking up my credit. How <laughs> oh, is it? It fucks up your credit rating if you're not on the electoral roll. Okay. So everyone, go and get on the electoral roll, man. Just for that reason, that it don't mess your credit up. Um, but uh, if I was gonna vote, get rid of Boris, I would, I would definitely vote for a car. Yeah. yeah. Fuck Boris, man. Burn out Boris. We have to burn out Boris. Have you seen that? No. The refix. Burn out Boris. We have to burn out Boris. And it's basically Ira and someone else. They've done this refix show of taking. Um, the uh, Sesame Street characters yeah. and doing like a Bashment song sort of basically oh, saying get rid of Boris yeah. and then the Cookie Monsters in it goes burn out Boris you have to burn out Boris so anyway yeah forget Boris I'll Johnson have to check that. fuck Boris have, Johnson have you been keeping up with the, with the latest with the politics and that politics as usual apparently um, I think it's the MPs that have to vote uh, for you know whether they're behind the new elected PM or something. And yeah. He's only got one vote or something. Like there's a lot of people that haven't been behind him. Well, he's going to see Brexit through, whether we like it or we don't. And then we'd have to just take it from there. But well, what I've seen recently is because of this vote situation, um, until Labour get there a new might leader, actually have to be a general election now because he, it's like he doesn't have confidence in the uh, House of Commons. Is what it seems like. People ain't got confidence. And then Jeremy Corbyn, he's got no confidence. Man needs to step down. God damn. It's not looking good for him. We need a stronger leader on the Labour Party and Labour just needs to go back to there. What's the problem with Corbyn, man? Because a lot of people were thinking Corbyn is going to be the future. Corbyn, like his ideas are brilliant. and But then since he's he's become the leader, even his path to becoming the I leader think, was troublesome. I think standing, A lot of people in his party don't like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's an issue with him standing next to this uh this, he was he was seen standing with or sort of advocating a guy who was um, anti-Semitic, and this is where this whole things with Labour being uh, race yeah, race towards Jewish people anti-Semitic has come in. So that hasn't helped him, and he's pro-Brexit as well, uh, which hasn't helped. And then I don't really know the ins and outs like live on the podcast, but we just need. Remember when we did the podcast years ago and we spoke about him saying he looked just like a supply geography teacher, mm. and he just. Just, you know, I don't think he carries no weight. You need someone coming in. Because one-on-one against Boris Johnson, Boris Johnson's going to clean him up. I think Boris Johnson's got too many bars for him and just make ridicule him, which is unfortunate because Boris is a clown. But yeah, if anyone should clowns. be getting ridiculed, it should be Boris flipping, picking in his Johnson. But yeah, it's not good. It's not good. I'm not an advocate for all of them, any of them. They're all chat shit. It's all, it's all not good. But we're keeping it, we're keeping it light-hearted. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I just, just to wrap up that point, um, honestly, I thought... Jeremy Corbyn, his ideas and his style of politics wasn't really suited for the party that he's in. I thought he was more left wing, more like a liberal Democrat with the, with the, his ideas. But being that politics is all a game, 
he kind of has to go with a major mainstream party in order to have to be relevant because nobody gives a fuck about anyone in the Liberal Democrats party. So join Labour. Yeah. But for me, Labour, the Labour party and what their ideas are about, it seems like they're just conservatives in disguise anyway. So I don't, that's why I don't think he fits in. No, I don't. Because I think a lot of the Labour Party MPs are pretty much conservatives just wearing a red tie. Mm, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. But I just think maybe Labour's lost its sight on who it represents or who it represented originally, like the working class and the social state. Um, New Labour, as it were. Well, the, that was like just a, that was just a name to sort of jazz it up. But I think their ideas, I don't really know too. I wish I knew more, well, I wish I read more into it, but I don't know. Tony Blair's like, was a warmonger as well. And he went, you know, they're all dodgy. Well, yeah, don't listen to me, man. I'm, I don't even like politics. So whatever, man. He brought, um, he brought up for us to fumble, fumble our way through the politics. <laughs> <laughs> politics as usual. We're you just going to stick, stick to stuff that we want to, uh, yeah. Um, we're well, talking about, box- so, yeah, go on. I was going to say, something <laughs> that I want to talk about is that Pacquiao-Furman fight right, because so I missed about, it. Yeah. I was excited about it, but then I can't remember what happened. I ended up missing the fight, but you saw it, right? Yeah, so I streamed it the next, so Classic streamed it the next day on YouTube bootleg life well it's hard to stay up at four or five in the morning as you're getting older um and it, it was a fight that didn't jump out to want to stay up that that late do you know what i mean but i watched it the next day and i originally had uh keith Furman winning on points it was his i want to say second or third fight back from injury 10 years younger than pacquiao uh i thought he'd have enough in the tank to go the distance get a few more rounds in, not not outbox Pacquiao uh, and, you know, just, just win narrowly. Um, well, and how wrong was I and the majority of the people? Because Pacquiao, let me tell you, this guy for a 40-year-old cow is springy as he's ever been. Knocked him down in the first round, had the momentum and just, and just floored him and then just picked him apart, picked him apart. Just, just basically dominated the, dominated it every round. I think Furman had quite a good few rounds towards the latter stage of the fight, but Pacquiao just managed to see it out, and it was, there were some great rounds. I think maybe eight through ten was 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 really good. Furman um, looks a bit, <clears throat> excuse me, looks a bit um, like he's got like some different kind of ethnicity group, like a bit Latin or something. Yeah, I think he's. But he's apparently pretty, he's American. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, he's American. I think maybe Puerto Rican. But listen, he could have been from flipping out of Mongolia. It wouldn't have helped him. He just got schooled by one of the greatest, one of the greatest of all times, and still going strong at forty years old. And what next for that, that? That's that's you know motivational for all the older older listeners as well. I know Pacquiao's like a an elite athlete. Mm. I'm one of the greatest boxers of all time, but you know, every little helps anything you can do just to keep fit and keep sharp, just do it. So I was really impressed by his springiness and he's just speed of which did, he so just reacted. Did he look like, <clears throat> did it, did the fight kind of look like Pacquiao was the 30 year old and Thurman was the 40 year old? No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that Thurman was looking sluggish or slow. It just, he didn't get to enforce his game plan of keeping Pacquiao on the ropes um, he kept winding up the big shot that he's got and he couldn't deliver. And Pacquiao's just, you know, stick and move, stick and move. Because Furman's supposed to be a hard puncher. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He can bang, he can bang. But maybe he just didn't have the sharpness having come back. For, he'd been laid off for like two years with an injury mm. and he'd fall one fight prior to Pacquiao. One or two fights, I'm not quite sure. And then you're going up against someone who's, you know, sharp sharp as anything and beat Adrian Broner and absolutely school Broner 
Um, he, yeah, but Broner's a bit of a knob, though. Broner, yeah, he is a dickhead. He's so much potential, but just just not fulfilled. Uh, so that was interesting. And who? What, <laughs> Imagine getting beat up by a politician. <laughs> well, yeah, he's Pacquiao. What's he? What is he? Like a senator or? Oh, he's gonna be like the king of Philippines one day. <laughs> he's this. He's doing something in the Philippines. Yeah, he's a yeah, politician, yeah, yeah. and he, he's still boxing. It's yeah. amazing. Do you think he like he's still got a lot more in the tank? And he's got well. This is the next step. Like, who does he fight next? Does he fight Amir Khan? Because if he does fight Amir Khan, this I can't see it going past six rounds. I mean, I thought Pacquiao was washed from before he fought Mayweather. Nah. Like, for a long time, we wanted the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, and when it finally happened, we were thinking Pacquiao's he's, he's slowing down now. He's not as good as he used to be. Nah. And so people were using that to discredit Floyd and say well, you didn't fight Pacquiao at his best. So and this years this is years later. So for Thurman to lose to Pacquiao now, it, I mean, is Thurman really that high quality of a fighter? Like, yeah, could, yeah. Could, could Thurman beat Canelo Alvarez? Hmm. Would it be the same kind of like ass whipping? No, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. Uh, could he? Di- could he fight? Weights, could he fight weights. Golovkin? You know, different different weights. But he's still good. He was a champion. He's like he was a champion. He's not like, um, you know, he was welterweight world champion, at the WBA title, WBC for a while. So he's no mug, and he bought, he beat Danny Garcia, and I was a big fan of Danny Garcia. So it'll be interesting to see. Because if you think uh, other boxers that are sort of like in that bracket, you've got Billy Joe Saunders, Spence, Porter, Terence Crawford, Mikey Garcia. But mainly we're looking at Spence, Spence Porter and uh, Crawford, which is going to be amazing. I think Errol Spence is fighting Sean Porter soon. I like Spence, man. He's the guy that broke his back, isn't he? Not quite sure. Not quite sure. It's all about Terence Crawford, really. But what a but what a fight! It's worth watching again. Um, do you know what I've been doing? When I've been going running now, um, I've been putting on YouTube boxing matches and just watching the boxing match while I've been running. So I've been watching Mayweather and Sugar Shane Mosley, Mayweather, Pacquiao. Uh, finally watched um, Wilder versus Tyson Fury, and that was just yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that fight, <clears throat> Wilder and Fury? Yeah, I thought just. Fury was unfortunate just to get knocked out at the end otherwise he, he he clearly won it I thought maybe a draw would have been fair with the two knockdowns and then uh, Fury just outboxing him and schooling him for the rest of the fight but uh, you know a draw might have been pretty fair considering he got he got knocked down twice and pre- pretty strong knockdowns as well there's a lot of crazy stuff going on well, the second one was right a strong now, knockdown like, the first one I think he got up pretty pretty sharpish but I mean with AJ losing the other day to um, uh, Ruiz Ruiz Andy Ruiz they're not saying they're going to have that in England either I don't even want it in UK I think the rematch has to be in America Andy Joshua will win the title back has to otherwise he just might as well just go into like punditry and sports Sports quiz shows or something. You'd think, I mean, who should Wilder be fighting next? Should there be a rematch with Wilder and Fury? Definitely, should, definitely. Should, should Wilder want to fight Joshua now that Ruiz has beaten him? Wilder should definitely want to fight Joshua. You bang him in. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. Don't you, don't you, think, you don't think Joshua maybe just had a bad day at the office against Ruiz and he could come back and still be a top fighter? Um, I think he... I, I take out I think he's a very good, I think he's a very good fighter. It'll be interesting to see now. You just got someone who just throws wild shots against mm. a very robotic, doesn't seem that smooth, 
slippery. I'm talking AJ, don't seem that smooth and slippery. I hope I'm wrong. I hope Anthony Joshua can just dominate, you know, good for British boxing. He's a great athlete, great role model. Or Tyson Fury, another great role model, another great boxer, sorted himself out, come back from mental health. Both, you know, but it'd be interesting because AJ, if he gets banged in the face like he did, or someone like Wilder, he's like, yeah, forget it, forget it. So it'd be interesting to see with the heavyweight division is slowly started to come around now, like people are taking a bit more interest. There's been a resurgence of the heavyweight um, division. Talking about fighters and boxers and fight people fighting off Kalasinac. I know we've got a football podcast, but we need to talk about this quickly. Boy, Did you see yeah. the tank? The Arsenal... The tank. The Arsenal wingback fighting off two... The beast. ...armed... <laughs> what did you... What is he doing? Like, he, Bruh, just, he, he was on smoke. He wanted all the smoke. Bruv, I mean, if he was flying into confrontations like that on the fucking pitch on the three o'clock on a Saturday for Arsenal... He's a unit. We'd be getting clean sheets every weekend, wouldn't we? Well, he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute beast of a man and... I think he didn't even... That's it. That's all I've got. Otherwise, I've got a drop. Cheers. Cheers. He absolutely... Uh, he jumped in. Meza Ozil didn't want none of it. I don't... You know, he goes missing. He goes missing in games and he goes missing <laughs> when the war kicks off. Kalasinac was there fighting off. And what a good friend. You know, what a good what a good teammate to... Uh, I mean, yeah. Ozil was shook. Scared to death. Scared to look. He's shook. Just holding the flipping steering wheel. Turning the key in ignition. Let's go. Let's get out of it. Kalashinac flew out. Yeah, but what do you do? Like, you're... On stuff. He was on stuff. I love that. Crud. I love that. But you're not going to risk your life. For your... If you're on 300 grand a week, even if you're on 3,000 pounds a month or something, you're not going to risk your life for your insurance. Your wife's name is Saeed Kalashinac, man. Bosnian goon. gang. Bosnian goon bagalag. They've had it on all the smoke. Bruv, just there, innit? What? What time is it? What time is this beef going down? I'm there. Where and when? You get me? Big R10. I'll, I'll be, be there, there in 10. 10. <laughs> Listen, whoever... On who, it. Who are Arsenal playing first game of the season? Newcastle away, mm. yeah? Bruv, he's one of my favourite players. He does need to sort out his decision-making in the final third. It is poor, but he is such a tank. He's a beast. I think he needs to sort out his defensive solidarity. Um, sometimes nah, defensively he's right. sometimes yeah. I see him making mistakes sometimes I see him getting caught out of position where he's bumped forward and he hasn't he's come so, back the awareness he was on site I wanted to be more solidly defensively solid he's just got to think about them them attackers with the uh, with the helmets on and the swords and just he was just he was just on it oh my god another what was he thinking bruv like <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, we've like, we seen recently, yeah, Daniel Sturridge's dog got nicked. Yeah. Oh, my God. If you see my dog, if you see my dog, please. Someone stole my dog. It's not even funny. I'll give you 20 bags, all right? 30 bags. Whatever you want. Where my dog at? I heard he didn't even pay the peas. But this is, dogs are, right, but, but dog owners, and, and we neither of us have dogs, but my wife's family on, a, on both sides, I think, have dogs, and... People, how they treat their dogs is like a family member. It's like yeah. deeper. So I can understand his his concern and and he just put it out and you know and because he's viral because he's a you know a, well yeah rest in peace to Millie you know um uh, Bear Beats his dog died recently yeah 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 and he he's in bits yeah and that that's kind of how it is man it's it like is. no dogs are the, yeah the dog is definitely a part of the family so, so I could I'm, understand Sturridge's uh, concerns I'm glad he got his dog back me too but at the same time I wouldn't this expect this needs to get his career back now I wouldn't, I wouldn't, ex <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect Danny Sturridge to be flying into some um, assailants if he caught them trying to rob his house 
he would just do that. Yeah, look, man, I'm earning peas. 20 bags, 30 bags, whatever you want. But you don't know them. You know? In, the so inner, I would have expected Kalasinach and Ozil to take no, that the, same kind of... Listen, man, I'm on like... Kalasinac I'm on like 100 grand a week at Arsenal. Are you mad? Take Kalasinac, a whip, brother. I'll buy another one next week. It's is nothing. He, he's Serbia. Is he... He's, where's he from? He's Serbian. Let's giggle it. But he's, on, he's from the road, bruv. He's... Them man are from Civil War, flipping... War-torn environments. Them men are fighting for food. That's what I'm saying. Fighting for... Tin of beans or something. Bro, man comes to you to steal that tin of beans, boy. You're, you're like, what? What? Just same way like when man's trying to rob your boy's car. On it. Can't let man take nothing from you. So his inner, his inner monster just came out and it's fight or flight. I love it. I absolutely love it. I think, yeah, that has made him a real legend to the Arsenal fans. He's yeah. going to actually go Ozil, on and be an Arsenal legend. Now. Ozil better pass to him a thousand times in the game now after strength for that. Yeah. Better... You know what? They've probably bonded well from that experience. I think they're bonded. I think they're both... Um, they both played in the German They're both, both Muslim, I think, as well. So they probably like... There's some sort of... They probably both speak German and they both played in the German league. So they've got a connection there already. And both, if they've both got the religion, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they looked bad. out for each other, so it's good. Keeping it football, and someone who was uh, fight or flight. Did you see the Chelsea fan who got pushed off the train? Yeah, that, that, I mean that was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. So I understood it as he, it was his friends. So the Chelsea, there was a there's a drunk f- uh, man on the London Underground singing Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. I've got to wash my mouth out now. I've said that so many times. <laughs> so, and then all of a sudden, as the doors open on the underground, his friends or this bloke pushes him off. Some bloke. Do you think he was right Some to push him dickhead. off? Dickhead. Do you think he was right to push him off? You know what? From when I saw the video, I kind of chuckled a little bit because I thought, oh, this is just some, some guys having a laugh. That's literally what I thought it was. Um, and then, you know, I started to see this thing going viral a little bit. And then, you know, my opinion is still like, whatever, like it's, it's dangerous. You shouldn't push someone off a train. If I was in a train and someone pushed me off, I wouldn't be laughing about it. But I would, you know, it, that's not cool. It's not a cool thing to do. It's not funny. Nice. But if it's like a little joke between guys that know each other, people do stupid stuff like that all the time, then, you know, whatever. Yeah. It was all banner, but it's all banner until you get your leg caught in the gap. And then... Please mind the gap. Yeah. And then your leg gets cut off and then... That's a bit dramatic, isn't it? Well, listen... If it happened in Holby City in Casualty... Oh, God. You do know that it's TV, right? You do know that shit ain't real, right? <laughs> uh, well done for Chelsea for banning... Did they ban the player that was racially abusing Sterling? Yes, I think they gave him a lifetime ban. Really? Jeez, mm. if they do that to all of their fans, they won't have anyone left to watch well, the game. They should be doing this to teams. Any any fans who are racially abusing players or homophobic or anything like that, rather than the ban, yeah, the play the, the fans should get a lifetime ban. The teams should be banned points or kicked out of the competition that they're in. ASAP. Hard line straight away, straight away, straight away. Definitely not left wing with this. Straight away. Because Hard then the- line. I like it. I think there should be zero tolerance to racism. Like people should be free. And hit the clubs where it hurts in the points. To to play their game without being reminded, you know, that they're like a second class citizen or something. Mm, mm. Um, I mean, we're going to talk about more things like this on our Play On podcast. Make sure you listen to the Play On podcast, which is all about football yeah. or soccer. Depending on where you no, listen no, no, to no, no. We don't call it. We don't call it soccer. No, man, we've got right? to say soccer. We call it football. Because if you're from America and you've got something else that you call football, that is called American football. No, but over but in America, they our call... football is called football. In America, they call f- 
American football, football. Well, they shouldn't. They should call it American football, even if they're in America. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. I like the way football, but sometimes you have to say. <laughs> we're, listen, we're trying to apply to a um, a global a global. We're trying to cater for the Americans out there. That's it. That's it. Um, someone who was catering to his market on a music tip, Tyler the creator. Tyler the creator. Did you watch the interview? I and did. Funk Flex. I was still thinking about football, but let's move on. Yeah, we have got to save it for the play on podcast. Cause, yeah, because this is beer rap and banal. You what? What do you want to get? You want to get a football thing off? Well, your I just head? wanted to talk about soccer mums. That's all. Like, like, would you, you being pervy now? Well, I was just thinking, like, you know, soccer mums at carnival. Would you smash a soccer mum? I'm married, so I wouldn't do anything of the sort. <laughs> <laughs> Grease! Because I know a guy that's a football... Oh, you greasy from the sides. Oh, you greasy from the sides. Oh, you greasy. Oh, you greasy. Oh, you greasy from the sides. Fucking slag. Oh, you greasy from the sides. Soccer mums, what about football mums? So now... What I was thinking is yeah, but they I, use that phrase soccer mums in the States, right? Yeah, but football mums in England aren't as glamorous as Americans. No, but I knew a guy. I know. I'm not even a football mum with I know a, bacon, a guy that's a football bacon, coach. Sunny, hot cup of tea. I know a guy that's a football jackets. coach. And he's saying he smashed a couple of the um, of the mums of like the kids on his team. He smashed a couple of their mums. Kind of like in The Wire. You know, you had that guy that was in the boxing gym. Yeah. And then there was a lot of the moms were bringing their kids to the gym and he was smashing the moms. <laughs> well, that's like personal trainers. There must be personal trainers at gyms and stuff who are definitely getting the extra extracurricular oh, working because yeah, it's a, it's, it's a touchy one. Um, soccer moms, football moms, no comment in it, not really. Yeah, little, little greasy something going down after PE uh, at school maybe, yeah? No, that's a bit mad. Not for me. Uh, the mom's coming to pick up their boy like, oh. Mr. Hawkins is doing PE today. I better uh, put on a little bit of extra makeup. No, that's that's mad. <laughs> hey, you just you just baited up my government. As well, so. Thanks, man. I was gonna go home now. You just you killed it. Hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this Tyler the Creator thing, man. Change it. It's a good it's a good time to uh, intervene. So from one bit of grease to another. Did you watch the interview? I watched the little brief clip. You just watched the freestyle interview. You just yeah. watched the freestyle yeah. when he did the he he dropped the um. Flex looking for buff sex. And buff like, next. <laughs> I, I can't even say have, it. Oh no, because you were talking about ASAP. Because you were talking about ASAP Rocky, who's being released oh, soon, I think, from Sweden. But we don't have to move on. But yeah, yeah I'm he just dropped saying, that freestyle. Like, it was, it was, bruv, it was trolling of of its highest form. I watched the interview. The interview was terrible, like really cringe. Because Funk Flex is just proper like it was just cringe like him talking a lot of people find him annoying yeah he's re- he was really annoying with his sort of energy and then tyler sort of just just doing just doing his thing he just doesn't give a shit doesn't give a shit anything. and he's pretty goofy himself so he's just like what so and then he was trolling then he was trolling flex right saying certain things and doing certain things when he did the freestyle i think that i think it's one of the best freestyles of the year i think the freestyle for the art of freestyle being off the top and some of the things he said like That's r kelly thing. r kelly i keep 16s six 16, uh, R. Kelly's, uh, 16, 16s, 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 uh, oh fuck, R. Kelly's wet dreams are always sweet 16s, I said, oh my I keep God, a, keep, yeah, keep sweet 16s, a 16 bar, mm. and then he had, um, yeah, I think it was trolling in the freestyle, it was a, it was a really good freestyle, just off the top, because he was just going for time, he even said, I've got nothing prepped, I've not got any album lyrics that I'm going to spit, I'm just going to, you're going to throw words at me, and then he, him saying all of this, 
coming, you know, all the gay lyrics, whatever, had Funk mm. Flex going mad, had the internet going mad. <laughs> Funk Flex didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know he, what he to was do. Silent. He was like, go smack. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he didn't even drop me, the... me and Flex out looking for niggas with buff necks for, for butt sex. Whoa! <laughs> but even that rhyme scheme. Pause. Even that rhyme scheme, just to freestyle <laughs> off the top, and then when he paused as well, like he like, he li- he literally didn't say anything. You know, I mean, it like the thing is right. Tyler personality super trolling, super like banter. Don't really give a shit. But that I mean, I think like you said with the art of freestyle, I think that was a genuine off the yeah, top yeah, of the yeah. dome improvisation. And that's I'm what just makes gonna sick. pull some random rhymes out of my head at in, in the spur of the moment and put it together. And for what he did. That was quite amazing. Like he literally had to pause every now and again to kind of think, what am I going to yeah, say? Yeah, get next? the rhyme scheme up. And and it was like a dramatic pause that just made you think, oh, what's he going to say? Because because of the war, the words he was delivering it was had a pause that impact for the pause. to it, where you was like, oh, what's he going to say? It was exciting. It was dope, man. For people who freestyle, can they can they that properly freestyle? They can appreciate that. And even on his day, even lyricists, he's one of the best lyricists anyway. Well, on his day, fuck best of the year. That could be one of the best freestyles of all time. Wow. Purely because of how controversial it was. Because hip hop is was a it very controversial? Bruv, hip hop is a very homophobic art form. Num- it's a very hyper masculine, you know, even the women like kind of can be a bit masculine in the way that they rhyme and they're competitive and they battle each other mm. and it's very masculine. So when you got a guy going against all of this homophobia and saying me and Flex are out looking for, for <laughs> buff necks with, for butt sex. You're like, wow, did he just say that? Yeah. The shock value of that alone is massive. He just massive. doesn't care. He doesn't care. Now, what, what killed me when he was like... He That's was, epic. I've never seen anybody do that in the history of hip-hop. He was breaking down the... Like, he's breaking down the M's of, like, the T-shirts. Well, hip-hop's been around for about 50 years. Ain't nobody done a freestyle like that. I mean, maybe someone's done it and I ain't seen it, but... No, he just he just killed it. He just Fuck. he did kill it. But so <laughs> I was I was definitely feeling that. Um music wise, what else? Uh I've been listening. We've been listening to you, man. Well, I'm glad you asked. So we're gonna talk about the drill thing first, the UK scene first that I've been listening to. So I played you Whoosh, that really greasy guy from E7. I'm Forest really Gate. happy that he's from Forest Gate. Yeah, so yeah, Wush, the, Shout out to Wush, man. He's the hard. album's called Gang Unit, which tells you all you need to know about the project. Gang, gang, gang. And um, just, just YouTube him if you like your drill, but it's very fast, skippy flow. Um, it's quite violent, you know, not the most uplifting lyrics, but you, you, you need that. If you, if you want to go gym or you want to go for a run or let off some steam or you're driving, Wush, Gang Unit and the Gaza record he was, he was playing. So I've been rinsing him. Uh, and then also I've been liking that Krypton Conan I Spy the original and then the remix which I quite liked I like the beat I think the beat does more than the actual song and then Krypton Conan do their usual clever punchlines throw it in nice ad-libs uh, K-Trap does a verse which I'm slowly coming around to more liking uh, and he dropped an album I think he revealed his mask or whatever and the remix had Morrison and SL or SI, some other trap guys. It was drill guys. It was good. Yeah, it's cool, man. Been feeling that. Been feeling that. Been feeling that. On the US side. Uh, you got anything to say on the UK side? What have you been listening to? No, I just kind of thought we did skip over one sporting point that I wanted to drop real quick, which was Delilah Muhammad absolutely smashed 
the 400 meter hurdle records for women. So a big shout out to Dalila Muhammad. She's British. She's a world record holder. No, she's American. Oh, I don't care about 400 meter hurdles. 400 meter well, hurdles. The, the thing about it is, the thing about it is, is this record had been held for 16 years. Records are there to be broken. And she broke it in 2019. So I just think it's a it's a historical moment. Yeah. Um, so shout out to Delilah. I went to the athletics, actually. I went to the um, Muller anniversary games on the Sunday. And everyone was, everyone was hitting their personal best, season best. And it was, it was, it was really positive. But back to the music scene. Um, Any UK, we're doing UK first. We're doing UK first. So I said that I spy the Krypton Conan in a remix. And then also the Whoosh, which is on the drill side. I've recently started listening to people who were up for a Mercury Award. Yes. Um, and I came across that young man known as Slow Tie. Yes, who I've been talking um, about from time. You're a big Slow Tie fan, aren't you? Not anymore. Um, I was a I was a fan for his first thing, the uh, the very first tune he dropped, and then it he's gonna it's good. It's all gonna be. Mm. punkish and like rock it's, it's still good but I, I just liked his first record so yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's gonna win he's gonna win now I'm gonna his, say this early his new you think so yeah well yeah, I don't know who the other you're gonna tell me the other people involved but what was your thoughts on Slow Tie because he's an amazing yeah his new album nothing great performer. about Britain go cop that it, it is fucking different like I like alternative rap music yeah it's, it's very this, alternative this goes straight into that mold of being alternative rap and um he's got some Interesting collabs on there. Skepta um, big. The, the tune with Skepta I heard way before I came across the album. That, that, that's a song that I actually really love. That's yeah. one of my favourite tracks of 2019. Uh, Inglorious featuring Skepta. And the beat is produced by J.R. Reed, who uh, is a dope UK rap producer. Shout out to J.R. Um, he's made a good couple of tracks on this album. The production on this album is very varied. Um He's got a track with JK on there as well. JK's another UK rapper that's yeah, doing from a lot. Yeah, from Birmingham, he's phenomenal rapper. Phenomenal um, grime artist. And uh, there's, there's, there's one or two tunes on here that are like, wow. Like, actually just like, wow, kind of. I can't believe you just said that. Or the beat's so hard. And and I think, yeah, you should all go and check that out. Slow tie. Nothing great about Britain. That's a good listen. Um... So that's my UK rap that I've been listening to just, recently. Just are we going at, to the States? Or? Uh, we can go to the States. This one we're on the Mercury Prize, because I know you um mm. you sent the link. So you've been listening to Slow Tires. Just looking at the Mercury Prize, uh, punks and politics collide on the shortlist. So we've also got Flying the Flag. We've got Dave, Psychodrama, which I don't think will win a Mercury, which should win a Mercury and could win the Mercury, but I don't think it will win the Mercury. I think he's won it before, hasn't he? No, he hasn't. No, it's his first time. My bad. His, so he's, his album went number one and he's had all these plaudits. Mm. Um, it could win number Maybe he, no, he won a mobile, didn't he? Yeah, okay. yeah, but no one cares about a mobile. <laughs> I mean, no, come on. I'm not like, really, do we really? I mean, where does a mobile. Do we or am I just pirating it? Like, where does it stand in I think of... you're pirating it a little bit. I think for a new or upcoming artist, it is a big flipping yeah, I'm pirating deal it. I'm sorry, I take to it win back. anything. Yeah, and yeah, when yeah. you can go up on a stage and have a title, like I'm a mobile award-winning artist, that's fucking dope. Um, so shout out to, to the mobiles and anyone that's won one. Yeah, I've just been a hater. Um, but um, no, I think, I think you're right in saying that, you know, if someone out there is winning Grammys, like someone like Beyonce, if she ends up winning a mobile award, she might just do one of them satellite TV videos. Like, <laughs> she's oh, in a representative. Sorry, guys, <laughs> I couldn't make it tonight. 
you know I'm doing want, something better. They get a fucking hologram up there like I'm Coachella the, or something. I'm, I'm doing the Lion King soundtrack, you know, big, big, <laughs> big Oscar and Grammy shit. None of this little Bruh, dibby dibby mobile. She's probably like literally watching Netflix like with her babies at home at the same time that that video is playing. Like I'm not getting on a plane and flying. She's getting paid. Well, getting, that. getting paid to watch things with her in it. <laughs> Imagine Beyonce watching her own documentary on Netflix. Um, but also, oh, also up for Mercury is your girl, Little Sims, who you rate highly. Grey Area albums. Her album, Grey Area, is one of the best albums of the year. That, along with Psycho Drama, are two of the best albums to come out. Two of the best UK rap albums to come out for a long time. So we got Slow so, Tire. Good, good nominations. Yeah, we got. We're gonna, we're gonna read all the. All Slo- the- uh, honestly, in in if 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 everything is free. if everything is fair, yeah, in life, it'll be Slow Tire. None, of, no, Slow Tire shouldn't win. Fuck all. But yeah. I think he'll probably win it. Why shouldn't he? Or win it above those two anyway. What? Why should? Uh, why do you think he will win it? Because I think he will. I win don't. It. I, I don't. Uh, why do I think he won't win it? No, you said why you think he shouldn't win it. You said you think he will oh, win it. You said you because shouldn't. The, because the other albums are better than his. Yeah, that's granted. I I agree. Like both of them. Yeah. Sim- yeah, and they're both better rappers. But I think with the whole edginess and his like quote unquote the new. Uh, regime of the generate the youth generation, the punk grime thing that you know all the all the newspaper readers and that. You see, it's the people who judge these things that are so out of touch with what what's going on in music. I don't know for this like, though, man. I think they, the Mercury, what they will look the Mercury's at is, pretty fair. I think I the think, Mercury's got a, a, a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. To be fair, Dizzy Russell won one of Mercury, didn't he? Yeah, and also Skepta won it, and then also Speech. What's her name? And she flopped hard. Speech LaBelle or Speech something. Exactly, you don't even know. She won a Mercury and she didn't even like blow from it. Right. And that's very, very rare. But we've got Slow Tie, nothing great about Britain. Well. I, I want Seed Little and Sims Symbol, Drift Glass. We've got Cal's favourite, Little Sims with Grey Area. We Go got on, Sims. Nao with Saturn. Nao's album is sick. That's what I'm saying. We've got, is it um, Idols? Joy, uh, Joy is an act of resistance. And we've got Fontaine's DC, Dog Grill. We got Foles, everything not saved will be lost. Foles are quite big. We got Dave, man like Dave, Santan, Santan from the Aunt Tracy, Kate Lebon reward, Black Midi, and we got uh, we got Bear, Anna Calvi, nineteen seventy five. Never seventy five won't win it because they're big. These man, are just a short list. So. Dave, Dave is so good. Alex Mann can spit Dave lyrics and have a whole fucking career. Yeah. So right. <laughs> Nostradamus, Nostradamus. What did I say here? Last episode about this this kid who who got who got pulled from obscurity, or did he get pulled from obscurity? You know, was he planted there, and was it all a setup? Was it? Because his video come out on. Gra- I, I I wouldn't be surprised so, if so Dave. Do you, do you, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Dave. Sorry to cut you. I wouldn't be surprised if Dave and Graham Daly patterned it all up. They go right. We're gonna put this random white boy, put him in a thing. We're gonna hail him up on stage because AJ Tracy was at Glastonbury. Hey, he mm. hey, why didn't he like he must have been around around that weekend to say yeah come through and rap on because he was he was with Georgia Smith pulled him up patterned it and now he's got a rap song and it's it is a it's dog shit oh, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna look it up now real quick yeah there's a video and everything we know about that bro I want to know who wrote the lyrics and all that I'm happy for him he can make money but it's a sham it's a No, I love it, love it. That's all right. It's basic, but... No, it's it's not. Dead, turn it off, turn it off. Do you know why you're saying it's all right? You know why you're saying it's all right? Because in this day and age, there's so much rubbish and shit that the average mediocre music is being pushed that much further higher. Higher. Mm. Do you you understand? And then the music that is really good 
is then being elevated to like classic god like material so there's been a real shift in the in in the paradigms of music and what is average what is really good what is phenomenal yeah you don't think it's as simple as like for example um why are you coming fast why are you fucking coming fast somebody goes viral and then somebody an enterprising entrepreneurial person thinks this person has gone viral they have potential to do something they could make a song they could make a video they're famous let's capitalize on that fame i'm gonna offer this person an opportunity and somebody offers alex man hey let's make a rap and let's shoot a video and we'll put it out on i don't know what it was on grime daily yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever no, i'm not worried. i'm not hate i'm not i'm not distracted. i'm just saying could it not be a conspiracy could it all just be it all played out nah. exactly as we saw maybe. and then somebody's uh, maybe just yeah, like with yeah, ferdy yeah. and maybe but you know and um why are you why are you coming fast? Somebody just said, yeah, let's let's try and capitalize off of this hype no, that you have. It now. happens. That happens in America, um, and it and there's nothing wrong with it. But at the same time, it's not very good music. And okay, maybe maybe it was just all natural. Maybe it's a completely organic affair. And this kid now has to wear that PSG top and that bucket hat for the rest of his has life. Has to milk it, innit? Yeah, because otherwise no one will know who he is. <laughs> Some you, random boy. You put him in a shirt or a hoodie, <laughs> people are walking past him. You put him in that PSG t-shirt. Oh, it's Alex Byrne. <laughs> <laughs> for the next 20 years, innit? Man's got to get that old vintage PSG no, shirt. No, I swear there's nothing remarkable about his boat. No, he's just a normal dude, isn't he? Regular. It? He's regular. <laughs> regular as fuck. Regular. <laughs> Man has to wear that PSG shirt. Even when it's cold, man, the outside freezing. <laughs> oh, it looks Alex Man. He wants to get guest list. Oh, where's the t-shirt, real boy? Where's the man bag in the hat? No, he's trying to. He's trying to get guest list. Who are you? I'm Alex. No, you ain't Alex Man. You got pulled. He pulls it out of his man bag. Like, oh yeah, you got a PSG shirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. This way. This Some way. people will be stuck in that bubble <laughs> forever, and he'll be stuck, mate. He'll be stuck. Um, um. So yeah, I weren't feeling that. US wise, can I just say two albums that you really need to listen to? Go. We got YBN Corday. Who? YBN Corday. I want a bomber cloud. YBN Corday. I'm telling you, the Lost Boy. Download you you'll like it. Imagine a mix of Joe and I keep saying Joe Cole like the footballer. J. Cole. We do like Joe Cole, don't we? Yeah. Uh J. Cole and Spitz bit of like vintage Scarface but like very J. Cole-ish very J. Cole-ish said vintage face pause oh shit <laughs> vintage Scarface that that for the listeners that don't know who Scarface is do your research he's get widely ways. regarded as one of the dopest lyricists to come out of the south in America when I did one of uh, Tupac's last records Smile before he passed anyway YBN called a young guy 21 and he's done a record with her. He's done a record with Anderson Pack. Uh, he's got uh, chance to rap on it. Album's dope. Album's for not like really good lyric, really good lyricist. Amazing smooth production. Uh, the topics are quite heartfelt. He's got flows. He can sing a bit, which every artist seems to be able to do nowadays. So I really would recommend that you listen to that. And also a firm favorite of mine, Chance the Rapper, The Big Day. Which has got about fifty songs on there. No word of a lie. No, it's got about twenty odd songs, but it's got loads of features from everyone. 
So Chance the Rapper, you can't go wrong with Chance the Rapper. I'm downloading that right now. Yeah, but that YB and Cool Day, I definitely, that has been my album at the minute. I literally listened to it today while I was doing the gardening because I knew it was coming on the podcast and it dropped Friday. So definitely check that out. I have been feeling that. Something I haven't, I have been feeling, but I haven't been feeling half of it. The Conway the Machine record with Eminem. Did you hear that? Yeah, it was... um Disappointing from Eminem. No, I thought, I thought it was hard... And what I liked was like, I liked when the beat switched up and Eminem kind of went into his element there, kind of yeah. stepped it up a level. I didn't like that. I nah. thought, I thought it ruined it. I mean, I, I you do know he's done the beat, Beat Butcher. Yeah. Oh, part of Shout it. Shout out to Butcher. Hopefully man. done the first half, not the second half. <laughs> now, Even it, if he did, it would beat Butcher. It's great. Because it, I know it, you know, like... It didn't sound like a Butcher kind of production, the second half. The it first got, half, it got yeah. butchered. Eminem butchered hey. the second part of the record. Because the beat was so hard coming in. Conway's mm. verse. You, you know what you're getting with Conway. It's very straightforward with the rhyme pattern. Punchlines, mm. greasy mm. rap. The drums were knocking. The sample was there. And then the beat changed. And then Eminem's verse was just like, what are you... Like, what? Who like authorised this? I know you're the boss, but... Like, come on, man. Allow I'm, it, innit? I mean, I, I heard an opinion from like on the Joel Budden podcast where he was saying he feels like when Eminem signed Slaughterhouse and when Joel Budden was under Eminem, he feels like Eminem was kind of leeching off of like, you know, he signed what were like the hottest kind of underground rap group in the game mm. and he was kind of leeching off of their energy and whatever. And to see Eminem jump on a Conway record like that right now, I kind of thought, well, maybe Joel's right. Maybe he's kind of signed these Griselda guys and he's just trying to, again, sign the hottest rappers in the game and leech off of their energy. Because no, the, the collab felt, it felt a bit unnatural. Like they're two completely different types of rappers. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like getting Pusha T on a song with Twister. Like for Twister to go and then push your T to just slow it down and be like, yeah, it's push, king, push. And, and it's like, what? And then the beat all changes. Yeah. And it's like, you've you've done a madness to get these two artists to come together. It didn't quite. And it was a disjointed collaboration. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it was did... forced. It just didn't, it, it wasn't natural. And that's. that's didn't it... sound natural. No, no, no. It just doesn't need to happen. Some things are best left alone or for certain artists not to jump on it. Like I remember a classic conversation where they didn't put, Dipset didn't put Jay-Z on the old boy record. Old boy? Yeah. Jay-Z would have been dope on that. Yeah, but they deliberately didn't. I don't know why, whether it was pettiness or it didn't fit. And then that's that's part of why there sort of began some hostility. But you've got to make that executive decision. And I'm really sad that there wasn't a Jay-Z verse on there that. There is probably somewhere, but... It's just a, no, on, I don't, on someone's don't, hard drive. Don't somewhere. be sad. Look, what was put out was put out, and it's a classic. It didn't need Jay's verse. Like every, I didn't need it. Everything doesn't always need the top of the top, top, top. Like Eminem, one of the best lyricists of all times. Yeah, maybe not the best song makers yeah, anymore okay. or ever, but okay. But arguably one of the greatest lyricists of all times. Yeah. Yeah. We, no, we, I'll, 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 I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, we can argue with his lyricism. Yeah. His song making, on the other hand, mm, questionable in my opinion. Okay. Especially. So he doesn't always need to be on the whatever record, you know, certain records. It's mm. just like, yeah. Me, me personally, I, I didn't like the I record. When I heard about it, I just thought, ooh, this is a moment. This is this is Eminem jumping back on that grimy underground shit. Yeah, but he's he going in with with um, with Conway. And for those that didn't know, Beat Butcher, the producer, he's from the UK. So I'm like, oh, UK rapping the big time with Eminem now. 
And I was just like, fuck, this is going to be sick. And I listened to it and I thought, yo, this is just typically dope Conway shit over a dope beat. And then it switches up and, you, and Eminem comes in and you're like, um, okay. It didn't work. It didn't work. It was right. The first half of his verse and the no. second half kind of picked up a bit more. You know, It was unfortunate. You're, if, if you're playing now or you're playing on a mixtape, you're only going to play the Conway verse and then like mix it in and put something else. I know that sounds harsh, but that's... That's the reality. Um, what did you think of Drake's care package thing? I have no idea what you're talking about, mate. Drake dropped a... Single? Album? It's a, it's a compilation of old mixtape records, unreleased records, SoundCloud records, all put together. Mm. And it's got... Uh, yeah, it's okay. I mean, if you're a Drake fan, you'll like it. You would have heard all of, most of it before. Uh, nothing really blew me away. A quick listen... Um, I'm a Drake fan. I'm gonna download that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? It's got one or two like good, mo- like moisty records, and I love a moist record. Well, yeah, I know. That's why I said it. It's my fucking birthday. It's my smrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
sleeping, waking up going, oh shit, did you hear what so-and-so's putting? It's really competitive. It puts it in perspective. So when you listen to that mm. album, you think, oh, right, I remember this from the video. All right, they were in the room here. This works. Mm. So it, it... Oh, was that the thing you sent me a link yeah, to? Yeah, 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 yeah. See? You know what I liked on that album? There was this conversation they were having. Like, it's like the tune just cut and there was a bit of banter that kicked in where one of them was like, oh... J. Cole think he's growing dreads now. He think he can yeah. smoke now. <laughs> oh, it's the smoking one. Yeah, but well, that's in the documentary. They're talking about how they how they make the record about you, you're holding on for the, the blunt or the zoot yeah. too long. Stop rapping and smoke or uh, pass the zoot and keep on rapping. You know, that yeah. type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's good that units are working like that. But yeah, man, it's, it's positive for music. So yeah, I also listened to the Luke Cage season two soundtrack. Mm. I checked that out. It's been out for a little while, but I didn't actually get the soundtrack some interesting instrumentals to listen to while, while I'll be working and stuff like that. And then I came on to Nas, The Lost Tapes 2. I gave it a quick listen while I was doing the washing up. Mm. And I was like, it's a bit, it it felt like a, just loads of unreleased project songs just put together and just didn't really flow um, as well as I would have liked. Um, I need to go back and revisit it. I mean, that's the point of it, man. The Lost Tapes. It's the lost kind of like the gems and jewels that didn't get released. The mm. stuff that you haven't heard. Mm. Um, like when um, Kendrick did, uh, what was that? Unmastered, Un- untitled. untitled. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was all stuff from samples but, that couldn't get released. But Nas was one of the originators of that kind of thing. In yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when he did the lost tapes, the original I remember one. The which first I think ones. that came out, was that in the 90s? Yeah, probably early 2000s, maybe. So the the Lost Tapes was flipping dope, man. And people have been waiting for the Lost Tapes 2 to come out for a very, very, very long time. Um, And the production on this thing, he's got Arab music on there. Arab music. Arab music. Swiss 2002 was Lost Tapes, first Lost Tapes. Static Selector, the RZA, the Hit Boy, Mm. Pete Rock. Well, um. My friend was the saying Alchemist, Kip Kanye on, West, the, and No ID. I think the first Lost Tapes was meant Sick. to be part of um, uh, I Am. It was a second disc from I Am. It got leaked, and it wasn't meant to be just part of Lost Tapes. Brought out later on because I Am is a is a classic that gets slept on. People don't really go to that, but that is that is a good Nas album. Well, for me, I felt like. It was a very good Nas album. It was a very, very, very... I've, I enjoyed listening to Lost Tapes 2 more than the last Nas album that Kanye West produced. Oh, that was a shambles. That was that was shocking. That didn't work. This this album is flipping. There's some gems on there. There's one tune where he kind of like reworks a biggie line and makes it into a chorus. Mm. Um, that tune's sick. And then and he's got some gems on there, man. Like he was saying something about haters. He said something like, um, uh, don't be... Don't be concerned with trying to get love in the hood for he who has love in the hood is a freak of nature. And it just kind of made me think, hold on, Nas with his infinite wisdom, wisdom, what does that really mean? Does that really mean, you know, people from like poor social economic backgrounds, um, generally, you know, they have a lot in life to be kind of hurt and hateful about. And Mm. so they can tend to take that, have a lot of negative energy, a lot of frustration to take that out on everyone else in their own environment. Yeah. So it can be a negative area. So if you're not getting love and you're not getting support in your hometown, don't worry about it. Just leave your town, go somewhere else and seek love from wherever you can get it. If somebody does get love in your hometown, don't think everybody gets love like that. That person is just a freak. They somehow manage to get love from all of these negative people. It's your friends. (laughs) Your friends are the last ones to support you. 
Um, well, that yeah, that's another. That's kind true. Of thing Talking well. of negative energy, I don't know if you've seen this uh, Gasworks interview with this guy called a African Child. Gasworks. Have you seen it? Nine. No. Okay. It's just uh, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll talk, maybe talk about it in the next podcast. But it's just someone with a lot of negative energy. This 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 guy who's on social media just talking a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of crud, a whole lot of crud, and yeah, just about the negative. Uh, don't know. There's something underlying as to why people flip or negative, and uh, you know, aren't very nice to people, or all all uh, all bark and no bite. But that, I'll, I'll show it to you another day. It's, it's not really that interesting. It's, it's it's quite negative, so I didn't really want to cater too much to that AC guy. But um, yeah, music's been dropping. Um, we're gonna keep it moving. You sent me this thing about Apple Card payment because I know. You, did you speak about this in your Tech Hot magazine? No, I literally just. Just was reading about it earlier today, and I got all types of excited. Cause, yeah, uh, speak on it because I know. Well, we both use Apple Pay, and I use like other payments on my phone. But what is it that jumped out? That um, well, it's it's new. It's the new application of technology that excited me, right? Because how excited everyone, are you talking like semi or nah, full full blown raging boner. Wow. Pause. Pause. Full full excitement. Um. So. A lot of people would probably have an Apple device, right? You've got an iPad, you've got an iPhone. iPod, if you're old now, school. A, a lot of people might have started, <laughs> if you're old <laughs> I've school, I've still got yeah. an iPod. Yeah, do you still use it? Uh, when it's charged, yeah. It, I, I've had it for a long time. Do you like go jogging and just put music on your iPod and use it like that? Uh, it's so big now, I've got to like, probably can't go jog too far with it. But uh, yeah, no, I do I do have it if I go on holiday. I still, I still haven't filled all the memory. And it's got music from certain eras as well, so... My iPhone has obviously got my Spotify and other things that the mm. iPod has got. Anyway, so yeah. But oh, yeah, we digress. So like what, we always what, do. This <laughs> is <laughs> just our thing, isn't it? Whatever. Yeah, it's going off on tangents. Um, so what are what Apple have done now, right? If they've created a credit card, yeah, right. They've got a virtual credit card, which is something I haven't seen yet. I think it's quite a new idea. It's quite cutting edge. Right, they've teamed up with Goldman Sachs, the huge financial uh, institution, and they've also partnered with Mastercard. So, mm. if anybody out here has been using like a Monzo account, have you got a Monzo account? Yeah, Monzo I do. Card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear so, by it. So, so you'll be getting used to this kind of cultural shift in banking, where back in the day you would have to pop in the bank to do certain things, or you'd have to call the number and do certain things over the telephone. And then it evolved to being able to do things online on the website. And then you start getting apps. And now you've got Monzo where you can pretty much do everything from your phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you, you know, you can really, really, really sort your finances out to a very detailed level. You can customize and you can make mm. little folders and have little pots of money going in here and there and doing all. And Apple are doing this all within your phone, wow. similar to what Monzo are doing. And the way the technology works, is, it seems really interesting. Like they kind of give you a unique device number in your phone and locked away in their secure element. Um, and every time you make a purchase, it uses that unique number with a, a one-time security code, kind of like uh, when you're using um, an, a website and it asks to send you a text message with a little yeah, yeah, code yeah. in it, like the two-factor authentication. They're doing that. So it's good security right there. Um, and... In order to authorize a payment, if you're going to make a purchase or a payment using your phone, you have to activate it with the touch ID or with the face ID. So mm. it's really secure. Um, so they provide you with an actual physical card, but you don't have to use it because the, the real card is the virtual card that lives in your 
Apple Wallet, the same thing that you use the yeah, Apple yeah, Pay yeah. with, right? So if you've already scanned one of your cards and you're used to using your debit card with Apple Pay and it's in the Apple Wallet, it's going to be a similar thing, but you just don't need the physical card now. But, you know, there's some places that don't accept Apple Pay, so that's why you've got the physical card. I think take the physical card because if your battery dies, you never some, know. your phone you never gets, know. you'd lose your phone. Mm. I mean, yeah, don't invest too much into technology. Always keep the... Um, things are moving forward man the, the culture is shifting this thing is looking so dope they, they've got they're doing away with the fees like with some of these accounts and credit cards you have to pay fees for signing yeah. up you have to pay fees uh, when you go over your overdraft limit you, uh, you have to pay fees for uh, like interest and they've just wiped away all of these fees so they're making it really attractive it's a really competitive looking card um also, when you actually look at the physical card itself, look mm. at that. There's no numbers on it. It's it's like the card looks really attractive, just like a normal Apple product does always look yeah, really attractive. Clean, white. But just... the security on this thing is bananas because if you lose your card, you're thinking, oh, fuck, the CVV on the back, they, you know, they use the last yeah, few yeah, yeah. digits. They can use contactless. They can just tap it somewhere and spend up to £30. With this card, they can't do shit. Because you're going to need the face ID or oh, the, the touch ID to, wow. to unlock the card. There's no numbers. There's no CVV written but on what, what, Everything you can do within the Apple about. Wallet app on your phone. You don't even need the card. It's dope. <laughs> but then what I worry about is that Apple yeah. are then steering the majority of the population one way into using these devices. It's like use these devices or become extinct. So they're setting the precedent. They're setting the market. And it's like, before long, if you're not using it, mm. which is the norm not to use it, because this is a new technology thing, yeah. then you're going to get left behind, you're going to be alienated, and you're not gonna, you're going to, you know, fall away. This, this is what I'm quite excited about, because it's, it's the start of... <laughs> Elevating a, and leaving all the peasants behind. Well, no, it's just, it's the start of a cultural shift. Clearly, like, they've got an incentive, right? They've got this thing, they call it daily cash. Mm. So it's like a virtual money. So basically they're saying if you use the card, yeah, right, then we will give you 1% back on all of your purchases using the card. So if you buy a pair of trainers, you go into JD Sports, you buy a pair of uh, 110s, £100, boom, or a pair of Harachis, £100, boom, we're going to give you £1 back in this virtual currency called Daily Cash. And you can just spend that right away. You can go and use your Apple Pay somewhere and some spend credit, that Daily credit Cash. Credit cards do that already, don't they? Point right. system. And but they've got a tiered system. So if you don't use the card, then if you only use Apple Pay, now you get 2%. So if you take your phone, instead of touching the card on the reader, you take your phone and you touch your, your, your phone on the reader, they'll give, you'll get £2 back from buying your £100 trainers. So how does that benefit them? And you get three power, 3%. I suppose the transaction is going to help. If, if you buy Apple things you. with it. So how it helps them is... It, Monopoly. It, They're monopolising the whole well, system, Well, this is man. it, bruv. They're basically Skynet from Terminator. They're basically trying to incentivize people to stop using their cards and to keep buying iPhones, to keep using iPhones, to make all of these electronic payments. And something's going to come next. Something's going to come next. Because when you get used to using your phone to make all of these payments and do all of these transactions, they're and gonna, you're, you're touching it everywhere, beep, yeah, yeah. you're touching your card. That's instead how they get you You've got your Oyster card like on here. 
and you're touching it to get through on the trains and stuff. You're just using your phone for everything. Mate, it's scary. It's a cultural though. shift, isn't it? Yeah. Because we're used to putting our cards in the cash machine and withdrawing cash and doing... Now it's this contact. Essentially, cash is going to go... Before long, it's going to be the face recognition <laughs> and just the thumb recognition. Well, this is it. This is where it's going. Black mirror. And people are going to well, get their thumbs and faces... You know, replicating people just cutting your face hey, off like you heard Nicolas it here Cage. First. <laughs> when we do beer rapping about that episode two hundred and fifty, another six years down the line, we're gonna be on some futuristic shit. I'm gonna be like half robot, and Cal's gonna be like using Apple everything to like. I try. I'm gonna get this card. It looks exciting. Look at this, man. Like, now, let me know how you get. It, when man. You, get... you can buy me buy me a drink with your new card. And it looks dope. Like you know, like when you get your notifications that pop up yeah, on yeah, your phone, yeah, 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 yeah. all of your transactions will pop up like that as well. And it integrates with the Apple Maps. So, you know, have you ever seen like a transaction that pops up? You go through your transaction history and you think, hey, hold on, what was that? I didn't buy that from this. Oh, and now it shows you where. Some money in a petrol station somewhere. What's that? And then you're confused and and because you don't get much information on your statement to mm. figure it out. But this, like you can click on it and it opens up in the Apple Maps and it tells you this is the shop that you went to flipping JD Sports to two the weeks government. ago and bought a pair of trainers from. So, so Apple and, and the government can keep, and this keep is the tracks on people. Oh, so they well. can say you was here on the on third of on the third of August, fifth of August. You was in JD Weatherspoons buying uh, a chicken wrap and two JD and Coke. Well, you know, if you believe that uh, the technology companies and the governments are in cahoots and that they are passing information are. to the government, if you believe in that, then maybe this isn't for you. Maybe maybe there is. That's that the government now with the feedback. Whoa! <laughs> You're killing oh, it, bro. My brains are frying, but it's mad. It's no, it's, it is fascinating. I'm always just a bit wary of things like this in the future. Like, is that because you're a technophobe? You're a bit scared of technology. No, I used to, I, I embrace technology and I use okay. it wholeheartedly. Um, I must admit, I'm not as much as a techno. What's the opposite of a technophobe? Techno ho. Te- are you trying to call me a techno ho? Are you a techno ho? I don't think I'm a techno hoe. I do like a bit of tech. Technology. You, you're more of an advocate for tech. Te- I, would, I would call it a technology enthusiast. Okay, a technology, I was going to say techno pro. Techno, technology. No, I like that. That's got a nice ring to it. Techno you're, pro. You're a techno hoe or a techno pro? He's a techno no. <laughs> hey, you can techno go. Oh, on that note. <laughs> Yo. I'm going to oh. ring up my techno hole and get a techno blow. <laughs> and then go to a techno show. Oh, I'm going to go. And listen to techno, no? <laughs> like a bit of tech, a little bit of tech house. I think we've covered most notes, haven't we? we there was a big talking yeah. topic, but I, think, I don't know if we want to keep that. It's, I'm getting a bit last, hot now. What's the last talking topic? That's quite a long one to pause to get into. Pause. Yeah, pause a whole lot. Um, I'm good. On I'm, 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 how much we've been, we've been rolling for a little minute. I think we can give the listeners a break. That actually, they love us. They probably want us to keep talking, talking this talk. Talk the grease. Um, um, well, they can listen to the uh, play on podcast when we do that for the premierships, Premier League season starts, and the football season. No doubt. Episode fifty, Eden Hazard, fifty cent. I'm about a dollar. What the fuck is fifty cent? Do you remember Jeez. when Jay, Jay said that? So Barlos and Pepe. Mm. Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty fifty. Five O. Nifty. Pinky. Pinky the porn star. Pinky's a fifty pound note. Pinky the porn star. Pinky had a big flipping booty. She still does, mate. Is she still going? Well, 
don't might, know. Might have to look her up later. I think she's got into production now. Great. Her, her productions are quite good. Really? Yeah. Um, so she's behind the camera. Yeah, she's behind the camera producing it all. And the girl she's getting for the for the guys is like... Just like her, they've got big flipping booties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's, you see, now that's quite dope because now there's going to be a, a pinky stable where all of the girls are co-signed by Pinky herself. Yeah, I think it's the, mo- she, uh, it's she, the most logical thing to do for probably, a porn star. She's probably a porn connoisseur, well, for much a, like ourselves. For a porn star, for a woman and a man, the most logical thing is when you do your scenes or whatever, because it's a short-lived life of maybe mm. a year or two, you've got to go behind the camera, you've got to get into sort of agency work, production work, uh, I don't know what other work there is, sort of maybe litigation or, you know, sort of the behind the scenes, because you can only get drilled on camera for so long. <laughs> Drillers. <laughs> getting, drilled, <laughs> getting drilled to drill music. No, you know what? I wonder if Charmaine Sinclair is still going. I don't know. Mm, she might do like... Uh, there's got to be a scene. She's got to be doing something, maybe. Nope. She, she might just be settled. I often think what are like certain ex-porn stars doing now, like certain mm. of my favourite porn stars doing now, but... Who's that British one that had the huge baps? Oh, and she had like a she had like a Norfolk accent. Or oh, my lover, the the white woman. Yeah, um, I don't know her name. She's I know bit, she's a bit of BBW. Yeah, she is. But you know, there's uh, there's stuff to be there's stuff to be seen and stuff to be done. Um, this is beer up and banner. I go by the name of English, and I'm Pepe. Oh, so you're Pepe. You're the big seventy plus million signing. Come on. All right, you got a back. <laughs> so who did you palm me off with then? Sabalos. Who's that? The guy that we got on loan from Real Madrid, no doubt. Oh, the midfielder. Yeah. So he's essentially the replacement. What's his surname? It's a cas- it begins with a C, isn't it? C. C, C. So, C, 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 Senor. C, Senor. Well, essentially, he's the replacement for Ramsey. Yeah. So oh, he's Aaron. got big shoes to fill. Aaron, I miss you already. Anyway. It's been quite football-y, but we're going to keep it with a play on podcast football. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, yeah, TuneIn, Stitcher. Yeah, yeah. Just Google us. Just Google it. At Beer Rap Bants. Email. Come on. Beer Rap and Bants. Beer Rap and Banter at gmail.com. Beer Rap and Banter at gmail.com. Cow Serious English, episode 50. Don't know. Eden Hazard. And by the way, we haven't talked about that talk, talking point we said we was going to talk about. <laughs> they might just think oh they was just talking about porn that was the huge talking point that wasn't the what huge was the huge talking about? oh about marriage yeah oh do people get married for the wrong reason oh shit man I'm not about to start talking about it I'll just no, say we'll we save it next episode, next episode that's, <laughs> that's how we're going to jump in <laughs>